And one of the most unlikely turn of events, the Mariners just played one of their best all-around games of the year. Go figure. Unfortunately, the Arizona Diamondbacks did not get the memo, so no clinch opportunity tomorrow night for Seattle. And the Mariners will now face elimination from here on out. Let's talk about it here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is once again Friday, September 29th, 2023. This is Tidding Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description of this episode. 8 nothing. the final score from T-Mobile Park. Mariners play one of their best games of the year across the board, especially given the circumstances in this one. Not just what it meant for their playoff hopes either, but obviously the opponent they did it against and the fact that, you know, Brian Wu started this game. Um, we're going to get to the big offensive night from Seattle as well as, you know, what happened around the league uh, later on in the show. But we have to start with Wu. I mean, that was the biggest storyline heading into this game. We spent a whole segment talking about, you know, our concerns, our issues with Wu starting this game um, earlier today. But, uh, you know, this has been a bad matchup for Wu. But tonight, while he only went three and two thirds, Colby, and he was walking, you know, the tightrope for most of that time, a lot of traffic on the base pass, quite a few walks, kept the Rangers off the board. I mean, that's, absolutely massive um colby you know thoughts on on woo and and this mariners bullpen as a whole tonight yeah um woo definitely understood the assignment uh there was no uh guessing what woo's game plan was tonight he was going to go after these guys and he was going to be really fine he was going to be on the corners uh maybe even off the corners a little bit and and you know if he walked a guy fine if he had to run deep counts fine uh he just wasn't going to leave pitches in the middle of the plate Uh, against these guys because he knew that he didn't have to go through this lineup three times. You don't have to save something for the third time through the order. You don't have to worry about having a quick inning here or there because you're not deep for this game. You're not, you're not going to stick around that long. Uh, You know, Scott was apparently pretty clear pregame that it was going to be, they would really, really like to get four out of them. Um, And they were, they were prepared. They had, you know, we, if we have to have a quick hook, we're going to have it. And, um, you know, and it was pretty scary in the first, uh, you know, and it was got a little dicey, um, in the top of the third, but, uh, Wu worked his way through it all, all those times he never gave in. Um, you know, he didn't just pipe a fastball to avoid a walk. He was very conscious of what his job was. And that was to get, you know, as many outs as you could without giving up runs. So it, you know, tonight he gave you 11 outs. I'm, I'm sure, you know, in August, he's probably pitching the fourth and maybe even the fifth. Uh, and you know, he's, he's going to go deeper in that game, but he knew tonight that his job was just to get outs. It wasn't to get deep in the game. It was to hand a lead over to the bullpen. Uh, and you know, thankfully the offense stepped up and Wu was, was solid. You know, again, he, he pitched to the game plan. He pitched to the role perfectly. Um, you know, five strikeouts, three walks, a lot of three ball counts, 
a lot of long at bats, but again, that's, that is understanding the assignment of what he needed to do tonight. Uh, and it was, it went right after guys. It was fastball and it was cutter. Those were the two pitches through the fastball. 49% of the time he threw the cutter another 30% of the time, um, actually got really good results on the, uh, on the cutter. Uh, but he still did generate a 35% whiff rate on the fat on the four seamer, which is a really good ratio for a four seam fastball. Mm-hmm. So again, Wu, not going to tell you he was great tonight. There was a lot of, you know, traffic. He walked three guys and, you know, three, two in three and two thirds. That's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. but again, it was very clear that he understood his role tonight. He understood what his assignment was, what his job was tonight. And he executed that, uh, that game plan and that role essentially to perfection. Um, it, it wraps up a really good rookie year for him. Uh, you know, and, and my assumption is, is that he will be demoted tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. which is just to get an extra arm in the bullpen. Perlander Burrow is with the club uh, on the taxi squad. You could send Wu down tomorrow, put Burrow on the roster. And if you do sneak into the playoffs, you could just put Wu on your roster or you could, you know, you just put them back on. So you're not burning an option or anything like that. It's totally fine. And it's not a punishment. It's just that if Wu's not available to pitch out of the bullpen the next couple of days, which he probably won't be after he just threw 82 pitches, then he really doesn't need to be on this team. Uh, but yeah, tonight again, understood the assignment, executed it perfectly uh, and gave Scott service exactly what he needed and what uh, was, you know, even in the realm of reasonable to, uh, to expect from Brian Wu. Yeah, I mean, look, you could argue that if he went the full four, maybe even five, that would be a more perfect outcome here. But I think this is as good as you possibly could have hoped for, especially given all the you know, things we talked about on today's episode. Um, yeah, just a, a brilliant, brilliant um, game plan from, from Wu that you know, it didn't nece- necessarily execute to full perfection, but was still very, very, very good um, for what the Mariners needed tonight. And, you know, this bullpen, uh, they do walk five guys uh, combined. Um, but when you keep an offense like Texas at bay, I mean, this is the 17th shutout victory for the Mariners tonight. Uh, when you keep an offense like Texas at bay, keep them with at a fat, you know, big fat goose egg on the scoreboard, that's amazing uh amazing night for for the mayor's pitching staff uh especially given the circumstances of everything right i think you know one other thing uh that uh you know we should talk about tonight is that uh you didn't have to use brash tonight at any point you didn't even have to get him up and ready to go you didn't have to use spire tonight you didn't have to use uh munoz tonight uh, so when you look at look ahead to this weekend, Brash hasn't pitched in two days. He's going to be ready to go on Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Andres Munoz has thrown four pitches in the last two days. He's going to be ready to go. Last three days, he's thrown two uh, four pitches. So your big guns were protected. You didn't need to use them tonight, which is great. That's that's better than you could have ever hoped for because I think we were all assuming that like, yeah, you know, Munoz and Brash they might have to go three days in a row. And, and you just kind of have to live with what happens there. But yeah. again, the fact that they're so, going to be so well rested for this weekend, you should be able to go multiple innings with both of them. Um, and uh, the fact that tonight you probably burned Thornton uh, for tomorrow and that's it. Like that, that's a pretty good night for the bullpen. Yeah. Um, not perfect again, but it's an eight, nothing win. you didn't have to use any of your big guns, nobody threw a ton of pitches that they can't recover from. Uh, and it's you know it was relatively smooth sailing you never gave them much of a shot to get back in the game yeah 
Yeah, and now you get to hand the ball over to Luis Castillo, who has to be Luis Castillo tomorrow. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Luis Castillo has to be that dude tomorrow night against this Texas Rangers lineup. And then uh, George Kirby on Sunday, um, assuming that the uh, the Mariners are still in a spot to uh, get into the postseason heading into that day. Because uh, now that the Astros have won, uh, you face elimination from here on out the next two days. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, but for now, we're going to switch gears and look at this offense, which dropped eight on the heads of Nathan Navaldi and Brock Burke tonight. Go over that in just a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of the Lockdown Mariners postgame show is brought to you by Sleeper. All right, folks, the MLB playoffs are right around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Pick more or less on stats for your favorite players like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to a 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you could win big, my friend. If things didn't go well in your home league this year, no worries. You can still salvage the fantasy baseball season over at Sleeper. There you can pick the players you want and call your shot. And when you use the promo code Locked On, that's L-O-C-K-D-O-N, you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 8-0 victory over the Texas Rangers. You can catch game three of this series on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app tomorrow night. Colby, the uh, the Mariners didn't necessarily do a ton of damage against Jordan Montgomery, but they overcame his start. And then they overcame the Nathan Ovaldi start tonight. And that's huge because John Gray just went on the IL, which means the Rangers, according to friend of the show and host of the Lockdown Rangers podcast, Bryce Panarik, it's going to be two bullpen nights for the, Mar- or for the Rangers uh, for the rest of this series. So... That's the worst bullpen in baseball. So you're in a pretty good spot here. You're going to be throwing Castillo and Kirby. They're going to be throwing one of the worst bullpen units I've, I've seen in a very, very long time. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But let's talk about this offense tonight in general. Um, Ty France, solo home run. Big night for Josh Rojas, who had a solo home run as well in the same inning. And then a couple innings later, drove in a run with bases loaded which set up the J.P. Crawford Grand Slam off of Brock Burke. J.P. just doing the damn thing again tonight. He's been incredible. And uh, I know you don't agree with this, Colby, but it was a great night for the Mariners' offense. It was It was good. They I, scored eight yeah, runs. They struck out 12 times, didn't do anything aside from, you know, the, the third and the fourth inning, but. You know, if but here's the deal with that is that it's actually just a continuation of what we've seen from the previous 160 games. It's that the Mariners' offense, they're not going to create a ton of, of traffic every single inning they go out there. You're going to get two or three really good chances every night to score runs. And typically, when they do, they're going to score five or six and probably win that game. And when they don't, it's going to be a really frustrating loss. And that's why uh, all the bases loaded failures get magnetized. Uh, because there's so few, you know, opportunities like that. So uh, tonight was one of those nights. They they only had two legitimate shots to score uh, in this game, and they did. And not only did they score, they scored multiple runs, and they did it with extra base hits instead of walks and singles. Um, so uh, when you look at you know the the box score tonight, only six hits, 
they struck out 12 times. Those num- those numbers are not typically going to get you eight runs. But again, this is why we talk about, you know, not all hits are created equal and why not, why batting average with runners in scoring position, not necessarily the best stat because a home run with a runner on first is better than a single with a runner on second, right? So it's just one of those things tonight. They, they played the long ball game. Uh, you look at uh, Ty France hit an absolute, you know, line shot, uh, you know, into the cantina, uh, which is nice to see. Ty looks like he's starting to figure some stuff out. Uh, he's been pretty good the last four or five days. Uh, Josh Rojas, uh, he followed it up with a solo homer uh, to right field. Uh, he's been a really solid addition to this ball club. Also, Rojas had an RBI single the next inning uh, after, you know, bases loaded and, and, and the first guy doesn't get it done. And you're sitting there like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, and then Rojas uh, moves the line forward. And then obviously JP with the big hit uh, for the second night in a row, essentially ices the game right there in the fourth. Uh, you know, a lefty on lefty grand slam for JP's 19th homer of the year. Yep. Um, you know, and that's that's all you needed. Uh, and thankfully you got that because, again, Julio wasn't good tonight. Uh, you know, Teoscar, not all that good. Cal Raleigh didn't have a great night. Uh, you know, props to Gino. He got that scorching double on what we'll charitably describe as an interesting route um, by a really good center fielder. So that's how hard yeah. he hit that ball that he fooled him. Uh, but, yeah, for the most part, offense, eh, they did all their damage in two innings. And that's good, like because they got they only got two chances really to put up runs, and they put up eight. That's fantastic. You do that every time, nobody's going to complain except for me. But just something to watch tomorrow: twelve strikeouts, only a couple walks, six hits. You got to create a little bit more traffic. Unless here's the caveat: unless you're going to hit a grand slam, then yeah, who cares? Doesn't matter how many hits you get. Get grand slams, who cares? So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, the Mariners' offense tonight solid wasn't their best game of the year but definitely more than enough to to win this game and and it's it's kind of funny you know it's it's seven nine and one provide all the power uh mm-hmm. you know in tonight's game and uh there are three guys that aren't particularly known for power uh you know except for well maybe jp crawford the p of course standing for power so Naturally. Naturally. yes <laughs> you realize that we're one home run away from saying jp crawford is a 20 home run shortstop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we can basically say that now if you I want. Mean, yeah. Like, 19 is close enough. Yeah. He's got 20 home run pop. That's, yeah. that's what we can say about JP. And, and yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was a really solid night uh, for the Mariners' offense. And you hope that they continue it, uh, you know, tomorrow, especially, like you said, with bullpen days back to back. And they have some guys who can give, who can, you know, go deep in these games. They have Heaney, who's, you know, so, start. Yeah. So right. Evan Grant. Rangers beat reporter just tweeted out that Andrew Heaney will be starting tomorrow. Heaney has, of course, started a lot. Um, hasn't started since September 4th, though. Um, so it's been a little while. He's been working out of the bullpen exclusively for the last three or so weeks. Uh, but he's going to get the start. He has really struggled against the Mariners in his last five outings against them. 7.04 ERA during that time. Um, but yeah. what this does mean, potentially, that Scott Service is going to roll out that lovely lineup with Sam Haggerty and Dylan Moore and right-handed Cal Raleigh hitting seventh for some reason and Dylan Moore hitting fifth for some reason. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dylan Moore is the worst player on this team right now, and I don't think it's close. Uh, he in, is that including pitchers? Because I, I think it's still Dominic Leone. But I mean, 
I don't know. I probably trust Leon more than I trust Demo right now, but I just I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. One. Uh, honestly, like, why can't Josh Rojas get a start against a lefty? Like, I mean, come on. Like, he why should. does it have to be? You know, he and should. it'll be Caballero why? who hasn't been very well, good. Well, and either. also, and also, like, Keeney's gonna go what? Four innings, probably three innings. Three or four. Yeah, because I mean, like, he's probably still stretched out enough to do that, but not stretched out enough to to go five, six, seven. No. And depending on pitch count but yeah well he needs a guy who who gets a lot of strikeouts he he works deep counts and it, it's kind of eric bedard like only not as good which but uh right. you know it, it's it's you know i'll go five and i'm going to strike out eight but i'm not going to be able to go six that's kind of Heaney's thing um but yeah Heaney can go multiple innings uh martin uh uh perez martin perez or martin yeah 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 martin martin perez, perez. Yeah. uh he can go multiple innings too and he'll probably start sunday's game uh, yep. They also have, I think it's Corey Bradford, uh, who got a spot start in Anaheim uh, four or five days ago. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, you know, Mariners offense, solid night tonight. They're going to have an opportunity to do it again on Saturday, Sunday, and they're probably going to have to. I don't think it's fair to expect Luis Castillo to pitch seven shutout innings against, you know, this lineup. Uh, yeah. Just because Brian Wu and Taylor Saucedo can do it doesn't mean everybody can. So <laughs> right, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, but uh, no, it was it was a good night for the offense. Uh, you know, there was long stretches where they were having terrible at bats, but you scored eight. So yeah, yeah, it's just you know I don't want to be Debbie Downer here, but uh, watching Julio's at bats uh, is generally is genuinely depressing right now. Um, most of them are looking very similar to one another. Mm-hmm. I think he's three for his last twenty three, three for his last twenty four, with like eleven strikeouts during that stretch. Yeah, you consider moving yeah. him down, uh, like from two to three. I mean, who? I, uh, who's, Ty France. Who's the better option? I don't know. I, there's still Ty, Gino, there's still so much upside there. That, Dylan no. Moore, obviously. Right, right. <laughs> Sam Haggerty. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mike I mean, Ford. Ha- Haggerty is giving you better at bats right now than Julio, though. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's, a, that's, that's just that's, a factual statement. That's not yeah, hyperbole. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a that's a problem. That's a big, <laughs> it's a big, big problem. problem. But it's no, I mean, problem. Julio's your guy. You're you're rolling with him for the last two games. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the, upside, yep. the upside there is still too good. Oh, he can still win good. you a game by himself. Yeah, yeah. Right. Julio will, yeah. yeah. Like, he's still mm. he's still more than capable of being that guy. He just yep. needs to actually be that guy. <laughs> you know, that yep. would be that'd be nice if uh, Julio could just be that guy for just a couple games. Just a couple more games. Yep. And then, you know, if we can get into the playoffs and you probably need him to be that guy for a little longer. Sure. But he's more than capable of doing that. And that's what right. makes this so frustrating. It is, it is indeed, and also makes it frustrating is that you're getting a pretty good Gino the last three or four days. And a pretty good Ty France. And a pretty good Ty France, like we said they needed to. Unfortunately, your pitching, aside from the last two nights, has been pretty much trash. But, you know, three of the last four nights, the Mariners pitching has been very good. Uh, You just needed to do it two more times, and you need some help from Arizona, which will tell you why. We'll Coming tell up. you in just a moment, but first, a reminder, this episode of the Lockdown Mariners postgame show is brought to you by DoorDash, and I said it right this time. Yay! Need fresh groceries for the week, but don't have the time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it, right to your door. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. 
with easy substitutions right in the app and best in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. Don't forget, that's promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 8-0 shutout victory over the Texas Rangers. You can catch game three of this series between the Mariners and the Rangers on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app tomorrow night. So it's time to talk about what happened around the league. Uh, I don't have good news for you. Sorry to say. It's all bad news. It's not terrible news. It's not end of the world news just yet, but uh, it's not good news. Uh, so the Toronto Blue Jays defeated the Tampa Bay Rays tonight by a score of 11 to 4, which means now that uh, if the Blue Jays win a game, they're going to clinch. You are no longer going to be able to tie them, catch them, whatever. Uh, and the Astros got pretty lucky tonight. The Diamondbacks were horrific offensively for the first seven innings of that game then they started to make some noise in the eighth they had runners at second and third two outs against Hector Neris which would have been incredibly funny had he blown that uh but of course Jeremy Pena made a diving play to end the threat uh and then in the ninth Ryan Presley was pretty much cruising uh Jose Altuve committed an error that puts Alec, Alec Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, it was Alec Thomas. Alec Thomas on first uh, base, uh, but he was able to get the next two outs. Gabriel Moreno uh, stepped to the plate and hit a ball that would have been a home run in 28 ballparks except for Chase Field. He missed a game-tying home run by about a foot, and then Jace Peterson proceeded to ground out, and the Astros hang on to win 2-1. to one. The good news for Mariners fans on the Diamondbacks front is that they did not clinch a playoff berth tonight. So they are going to be pedal to the floor tomorrow, even though that the Cubs are going to start about an hour before them as as well as the Reds. Uh, Those two games obviously are going to have a big impact on the Diamondbacks playoff hopes, Uh, but they are going to go with Merrill Kelly against Justin Verlander and Verlander while he, uh, had a lot of success against the Mariners his last time out. He's not been particularly great. This is probably Cope. I'm just going to preface that. This is probably Cope, but he hasn't been particularly great his uh, last few times out. He got shelled by the A's recently. He got shelled shelled by the Yankees recently. So Verlander can be had, and the Diamondbacks are obviously a very talented offense with guys like Corbin Carroll and Cattell Marte, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but now, as a result of this, the Mariners are facing elimination from the rest Mm -hmm. of the way here. Uh, In order for them to be uh, eliminated tomorrow, they would need to lose and the Astros need to win. So a couple of things need to happen in order for that to to all go down. Uh, But uh, yeah, this would be great if Arizona could provide a little more offense than they did tonight because... uh, I think Merrill Kelly has a pretty good chance against this Astros offense, but uh, yeah, 
Diamondbacks need to score some runs here. So uh, what did you think about all of it? I know that you watched the the Arizona game tonight. That was uh, that was brutal. That was brutal, man. Yeah, you know, Tommy Pham had what probably would have been a game tying uh, base hit. Yep. Uh, yep. And, you know, Jeremy Pena, who's kind of the new like Luis Valbuena in that like he's not very good. But when it comes to hurting the Mariners, he is Mike Trout. He's elite. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, Pena makes that play a pretty good play. If that had gotten through, it, it probably would have scored two runs. Arizona is a very athletic team. And then, yeah, the Moreno home run, you know, he certainly thought he got it. I was watching it and I'm like, yeah, McCormick. Yeah, he was pimping like, it. He was pimping yeah, it. McCormick looks like he had a beat on it. I was like, I think he's going to fall. I think it's going to die right at the wall. And then it, it just hit like, I think a foot below the yellow line. He just had to hit it to the deepest part of the ballpark. <laughs> if he hooks it at all, it's it's out of there. And and you know maybe we're celebrating tonight. So yeah, that that was a that was a bummer. So you know the Mariners' playoff path pretty much remains the same. Yeah. Um, they still have a shot at three. You know a, a shot at three playoff spots. They can still win the American League West. And again, the way they do that is they win the next two. And Houston splits these last two. And if they do that, if that happens, we've called that the infinity saga probability or the infinity saga scenario. Uh, then you just won the division in a three-way tie. Uh, the other way, the other thing that could happen is Seattle could win, uh, you know, two, the next two and Houston goes one and one. And in that case you're in mm-hmm. uh, Seattle could also win one of the next two and Houston could lose the next two. Uh, and that would get you into the playoffs. And also probably the least likely is uh, Toronto loses the next two games. You win the next two and you would get in as the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah the, 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 the Houston going one and one and you going two and oh thing. That's the division winning. Uh, yes. Time path timeline, whatever. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Um, which is the funniest outcome. And, and, absolutely the thing that i'm i'm rooting for um honestly honestly like if if the astros lose tomorrow and the mayors win i might be rooting for the astros to win on sunday (laughs) (laughs) like i I just might you have to you have to win too but uh yeah uh at the end of the day i think for a a real shot like a legitimate shot you have to win the next two um yeah you know, even if you lose tomorrow and, and Houston loses tomorrow, then you Houston has to lose two in a row. Arizona probably will have clinched at that point. Yeah, uh, Texas will have clinched at that point. Uh, so you know, Toronto would have clinched at that point too. So you're you're kind of hoping for a miracle there. Um, again, it's not going to be easy. You know, it's Verlander versus Kelly that certainly favors the Astros, but Kelly's been pretty good himself. Yep. Uh, and then Christian pretty Javier good. is set to get the start on Sunday um, against, I think, Brandon Fab. I think that's how you pronounce the last name, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But all you can do is, is do, you know, control what you can control when the next two, and there's going to be a couple openings, a couple avenues to get you into the playoffs. So um, it all starts with tomorrow. You got to find a way to win again. It, it's, it would be nice if you could have found a way to, you know, win an extra game so that you kind of have this breathing room. Uh, but yeah, the only thing that really changed tonight is you now have no shot to clinch a playoff spot tomorrow night. Uh, yep. So it'll come down to game 162 unless you lose and Houston wins, uh, because of course it will. Um, yeah, yeah, that sounds just absolutely fun. I mean, so the fun. Mariners have never gotten to game 162 and had it not go their way, especially when they need somebody else to lose for them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's never happened. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But again, you, you just you have to win. And uh, you know what's kind of frustrating about this tie? What? Remember back in August, we were sitting here and we were like, we were getting asked questions like, how many wins does it take for the Mariners to get to the playoffs? And we're both like, I think 90. I think you got to get to 90. Uh, to pretty much, you know, guarantee yourself a playoff spot. Well, guess what, Ty? If they had gotten to 90, they would have clinched a playoff spot. And they couldn't Ugh. do it. They couldn't do it. But I'm living in Spain. The S is silent. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. But yeah. uh, not et cetera. But uh <laughs> No, I mean, like at the end of the day, you got to win. You got to win your next two. That's your only yeah. shot. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you kind of let the cards fall where they, they may. And, and got to believe in say, the heart of the cards. Sure. I would still <laughs> say there's a high probability that we're talking to you guys on Monday about, you know, a, a team that just missed the playoffs. Uh, they fell a game or two short uh, again and, and uh, do all that stuff. But, uh, you know, you never know. They, they certainly given yep. themselves a shot and, and, Again, there is still still an outside shot that the funniest timeline, the funniest timeline, by the way, actually would be Houston, Houston splits, Seattle sweeps and uh, Toronto loses the next two, because then you'd have four teams tied at 89 wins. Yep. And in that scenario, that only scenario, Houston is out. Yep. And you win the division and you still win the division. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. There's still some fun scenarios, but at the end of the day, your most likely path to the playoffs is still you win two, Houston splits the next two. And yeah. that that's really the highest probability shot you have. And even that, I mean, after tonight, ugh. yeah. Look, we're we're probably 24 or 48 hours, well, less than that, uh, a little bit less than that, away from uh, a harsh reality. Uh, but I'm gonna dream for now. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that, you know, one and 14.5 billion and a chance, you know, that one timeline where we defeat Thanos and, and Thanos in this particular instance is, of course, the Houston Astros. It is 1.54 a.m. here, folks. I am delirious, so we are going to hop off. Yeah, of Thank time. you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mara's Post Game Show. You're the worst. <laughs> For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dan Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, C-B-A-T-1-1. I can see you down there in the little box in the corner. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 8 nothing victory over the Texas Rangers. Again, you can catch game three of this series on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusX via the SXM app. Wow. Wow. Have yourself a beautiful baseball evening and we'll see you next time. Peace.